Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I am Steve Sears. We are comedians who, uh, I say we dabble in the Hollywood scene. Live and occupy ourselves. Live and die in L.A. Yeah, and uh, other parts of Southern California. Sunny, sunny Southern California. And we love wrestling. We we'd love it. Lo- we'd love we- uh, wrestling. We'd <laughs> love. We'd love wrestling. We'd love wrestling. Um, don't um, let me Jack yeah, Swagger shoot me a look for that one. Yeah, it's. No, 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 no. We're not taking shots. Um, yeah, we hey, love Jack, it. back off, all right? Ja- Jack, Jack, hey, Guy. Jack no Swagger. Weed. No weed, no weed jokes. Yeah, Jack Swagger. We are still in the You're middle. Of, in we're the in the intro. middle of our introduction. Yeah, no weed jokes. Lay off. It's practically legal now. It, well, yeah, maybe here in California, but not in Mississippi or you know Louisiana. Oh. Or South Dakota. Oh, you're speaking of your incredible Arizona. Your ill-timed and irresponsible traffic stop. Guys, yeah, okay. I'm just going to go back to some work right now. I'm just going to... Well, Jack, now that we have you, what's no. your what's your extended role going to be at SummerSlam? What? SummerSlam? Yeah. You know, the strangest thing about SummerSlam is they say they don't want me front and center for SummerSlam. Really? I don't understand it. I say, what about Extreme Rules or Survivor Series? And they say, well, Jack, you know, I think we're just going to wait a little bit. I think we're going to wait till, uh, you know, perhaps uh, uh, what's it, uh, over the limit. Ah, keeping you in the wings till over the limit. But huh? I'm like, yo, SummerSlam, good to go, Survivor Series, let's do this thing. And they're like, well, okay, you know what, let's, let's, let's Well, not. maybe they're just I'm like, let's do some PR tours. Maybe you're charging up like a Hadouken or a, uh, or a Mega Blaster or something like that. They got you just, just off to the side, charging you up, ready to let you out. Zeb, Cesaro, we're ready to go, we're ready to tear up SummerSlam. Uh, Cesaro has been fantastic as of late. That when Daniel- I see ooh, you say... Cesaro. See? Yeah. Nobody likes the Usos. That was a test right there. Yeah, I went with who I I went with who I they're know. They're probably gonna go with those guys, but they're tell you this. They're weird. The Usos? Yeah, they paint their faces. They do. They paint their faces and they're from Hawaii, which they say is part of the United Are States. Are they from Hawaii or and, Samoa? Well well, I mean, what's the difference here? Why are All we right, talking Jack, that's what's a, the difference? Jack, that's a generalization. Real Americans. Question. Yeah, I'll say We're it. real Americans. They're, if they were Americans, they'd be connected to this island. Of Hawaii. Yeah, but they're way over there. They're off in 
Hawaii Town, which is not connected. I can't drive. If I can't drive there, sorry, you're not part of the United States of America. All right. Well, that's. I guess you're welcome to your opinion and to spread your hate on our radio show. Oh, I didn't say anything hatred. I just say if I can't drive there, you ain't part of this uh, United States of America. You know what? It's United States of America. Steve Scrotum. Uh, but I think it's, it's the idea. United. It's the idea that it's united oh, over borders and over water and that's over why land. On this shirt, there are chains and a lock across the United States that are united. You know, some people would think that that imagery is very limiting. Is the fact that the United States is locked up. Not oh, almost. Well, in the then sense. maybe you should join up and just hold hands with everybody. Oh, you can't do that. Why is that? Pacific Ocean? Oh. When I see the United oh, States see. locked Coconut. up in chains, it literally seems like the United States can't escape. The United States can't break out. It's locked up. No one can go anywhere. We have the key, Steve Scrotum. We have the key. What's the key? You have to talk to the key master. All right. Okay, Jack. Well, we're in the middle of our intro. Well, let us let's get all, let's get yeah, back to will it. Will you back off, please? Yeah, we like wrestling. Yeah, we love wrestling. <laughs> So, yeah, we give you the, the weekly uh, sort of what's interesting to us, what's fun the to haps. us. The haps. The haps. The hot patatis. The, the, the steak bites. The bacon bits. The, uh, the, the the fried Brussels sprouts. And the, you just uh, heard from uh, Jack Swagger, who's our general manager. In the case, pork chitlins. The lardons. Because we've gone to SummerSlam, maybe at this point by the time you're hearing it, you might be a new listener, and this is your first episode. You might be listening to the podcast on your way to a pay-per-view party. That's right. Cheese curds. Uh, and uh, ham doodles, bon mots, and uh, Doritos jacked. I think I'm still doing metaphors for uh, pizza pieces, slippers. Pieces of oh, pizza slippers. Very, very painful. Very painful. Fresh out of the oven pizza slippers. <laughs> uh, so as we have stated, SummerSlam is coming up. We will be live in attendance. And it won't be just a straight-up review show. or We're also going to be doing live coverage while we're at SummerSlam. We'll be tweeting from at Curtain Jerks oh, on yes. Twitter. Uh, You're going to want to follow that. But, I mean, we don't just, we're not just one of those average comedy uh, wrestling podcasts. We're no. not one of your average comedy wrestling podcasts. Are there any? No. I've, I guess we could say we're the average. We're the above average. Yeah, the above B average. B plus. The B plus. Uh, might be going to a state school next year. Oh, yes. Have a good summer. Or community college. Uh, but, uh, you know, we just like to we talk about things that interest us on the show. Yeah. Do you want news? Go to news sites. Yeah. You want tasty little chitlins bits? You, you want, find our podcast on the internet. You want some fake rumors? Well, we'll give you those. Yeah. Triple H. Man, that guy killed a Korean cyborg. In the Battle Across Time. <laughs> yeah. Big E Langston. His real name's Alex. Big A Langston. How about that? What Easily. a liar. Yeah. No one, because Big A doesn't roll off the tongue. No. No. And, it, you know, it's uh, been like, ah, oh, there's Big A. Oh, are you talking about my uh, ass? Speaking about things that interest us, should I wait till jerk tweets to ask you about your date that was mentioned on the previous podcast? Or uh, Yes, for those listening. Uh, uh, don't cover your mouth. Uh, yes, I, I did go on the date where it's it was a jerk tweet, so I figure we might as well wait for that then. So. Well, listeners, coming up later in this episode, an exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with Scott Narver <laughs> about his hot date. Uh... Uh... Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> you are... You are nervous. Yeah. It's... Well, it's weird. Um... <laughs> I'm glad you introduced that segment, and I didn't. Yeah, I just thought I'd bring it a little bit of pomp and circumstance. So we got SummerSlam. We we gave our predictions on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You go there, now you'll see the video all put up there with annotations, and you want to subscribe to that because we always have interesting videos coming out all the time. And keep an eye out for racial hatred and sexual intolerance underneath in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That We love that stuff. That's really what feeds the internet. So SummerSlam's going to be Can't have of Lord fun. of the Rings without trolls, Scott. <laughs> SummerSlam's coming up. We're, we're going to try and get access... Uh, passes, but we're going to call up Vince a little bit later on. And find out what the uh, SummerSlam access situation yeah, is. Yeah, because we're press. We're podcast journalists for crying out loud. Yeah, that's true. We should we should be able to have passes. I've been drawing I've just been writing the word press on these note cards for the brim of our hats for the last three hours. And I've got two of them. <laughs> uh, but big, big, huge, gigantic news that we haven't talked about on the show yet. The, the hugest. Bigger than SummerSlam. Bigger than talking to Vince McMahon. 
Bigger than my date, even. Yeah, well, I don't know, guys. Bigger. Interested, interested no, listeners no, no. want to know. No, no, no. This is way bigger. Speaking of which, you Scott, know Scott didn't tell me about this date. He said, hey, wait till the podcast. I did. So I am in the dark just as much as, as you are, listeners. Listening to the radio in the dark, imagining our bodies and our voices. This is my body. <laughs> Listen to my voice. This is what my body sounds like. Uh, Scott, now you say it. Uh, well, the big news That's is, what Scott's voice body sounds like. The big news is... Kofi Kingston has long tights. This is incredible. I was hoping this is what the big news was. The big news is his shorts have became big news. Yeah, it's he's a dad now. This is character development. Is he, he a dad now? Yeah. So they he's Papa going, Kingston. He's going with big pants. He's going with big pants. I don't know if that directly has to do with anything, but everybody's talking about, oh, Kofi Kingston, like, oh, he's, he's so boring, like, nothing's going on. Well, you know what? He's got long pants now. That's growth, everybody. That is literal growth. That is, those pants were used to be shorts, so listen to that, guys. I'm excited about this. I think he looks cool with pants. I I, I think he's going to take off now. I think all that mid-card stuff is over, baby. Uh, he's joining the ranks of other guys who wear pants. Who, who else we got on there? We got Christian. Uh, yeah, Edge. Christian's Edge was a good long pants guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Oh, yeah. Big long a, pants. A huge, um, huge pant guy. Uh, Jericho, long pants for years. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Was, he was shorts for the longest time and then realized, if I want to have some longevity in the wrestling business. Pants. Going to have to go long tights. Tie-dye long pants. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, then uh, my, some of my favorite guys are the guys who have the tights that go up so long they go up to their nipples. Like your uh, your old South guys, your uh, your Terry Funks. Yeah, usually Ooh, yeah. some pretty tall ones. Yeah, those are those are tall tall long pants. Tall long pants. I also am a big fan of the big fat guy wrestler with t- with long pants, and they sort of bring it up over their belly button, like a uh, um, like Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, you got your Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, George the Animal Steel did long pants, yes. big belly. I yes. think there's something about doing the big belly and the long pants that looks pretty cool. But Kofi Kingston, uh, he doesn't got a belly. He's got a tight tum. He's got a tight tum. Tight tum. He's got some tight tum I and hope some tight his, tates. I hope that's his new finishing maneuver, the tight tum. Where he just, does a, he just does a headbutt into somebody's abs. You know, we can speculate all we want. But why don't we talk to Kofi about this? Why don't we get the inside track of, like, why Kofi has decided to go with the long pants? You know what? Let's do it. This is a comedy wrestling podcast, and we get exclusive interviews all the time. We Scott. do. We get it. We get interviews that people are like, is that real? Can you guys really get those people on such Would you notice? really ask that guy that question if you had him on the show? I wouldn't. That'd be fucking rude. Unless you've got the balls, Scott. I don't. All right. I don't have the ball. Well, let me see who's in the green room. Maybe we can get uh, contact to Kofi. Yeah, we always we generally have just guys milling about because well, this is let also me just check just the a cool video monitor. Oh, it looks like Kofi Kingston is in the. Uh, where's the place with the burritos? Where's the? There's the special green room. What is that place called? The uh, well, there's the guest breakfast lounge, and then the there's guest, our, our breakfast lounge. Yeah, the guest. He's in the guest breakfast. Oh, lounge. good. Finally, someone's in the guest breakfast. They keep eating our shit. I know. Yeah, but literally, all we have in ours is just breakfast burritos. And you know, uh, I think legally we're supposed to put signs in there that say you are being monitored. Do we? <laughs> I, I think we're supposed to. But speaking of which, should we just talk about Kofi Kingston, or should I invite him in? No, invite him on in, please. Let's have a guest. Let's have. Let's have. I'm gonna go get him. I'll send him in. All right. Well, uh, guys, it's 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 gonna be very exciting. We're gonna get we're gonna get to this. We're gonna figure out why Kofi's wearing the long pants now. Boom. 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 I'm sorry. I overshot. I. I, I hey, man. Don't I worry about it. It's good. Thanks one. for having me on the show again, Curtin Jerk, Scott Nava, Steve Sears, Kofi Kingston. Everybody, multiple time Intercontinental Champion, multiple time Tag Team Champion, um, former expat of West Africa. <laughs> yep. And. Uh, well, you're here, Kofi Kingston. We've been wanting to know. You've you've changed things up lately, and now oh, you've God, got... I'm a new dad. Yes, you are a new dad, a boy or girl. Whatever, man. <laughs> I'm on the road a lot. <laughs> it seems like it doesn't matter. No, I, man, I, just... I just... I love all of God's children, especially if they're mine. <laughs> so, it's not you're not really too concerned with... Hey, whatever that kid wants to be when they grow up, you know? What's your kid's name? Eh... <laughs> Why, why are you, uh, oh, are you worried about everybody knowing? Is that what it is? You, you know, don't want I, it to being get out a wrestler there. and being a performer, I'm also got to be really careful about my, my family's privacy. So, uh, I'd appreciate it if, uh, you know, I can find out what my child's sex and their name is on my own. 
I, I get you. Yeah, that that makes sense. You're keeping things private for yourself. Hey, I just wanted to reveal as much as I could before I got to the big reveal, you know? Yes, we want to know about these uh, these long tights that you have. Aerodynamic, baby. The, oh, is that is yeah. that why? I'm it's, a high flyer. You're a high flyer. Are you now a higher flyer? No, 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 no. I'm just a better high flyer. You're a better high flyer. So these don't give you some sort of edge. Like guys used to take steroids. Oh, you mean and stuff. an edge? Or maybe like I, I'm gonna break some hearts, or I'm maybe gonna cripple some people. You just referred to three people that wore long tights, and uh, Shawn Michaels, Edge, and Chris Benoit. Shh. Man, I've got a job, and I've got a new child to support. Please don't say that name. What, you were upset by the fact that I mentioned Chris Benoit? Please don't mention that name. Kofi Kingston, it's been a while since the Chris Benoit incident. I, I'm just mentioning him. I'm not associating you, you with Chris Benoit. You are associating me with him just by mentioning his name. I, well, look, I, look, we can't all ignore Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit existed. Who? And he, Chris Benoit. Who? The sooner we acknowledge it, we'll we'll get it. We'll it'll heal. Nah, man, I watched the tapes. WWF used to be W something. I I blurred out a lot of blurred faces. You, you know? just said WWF used to be WW something. Yeah, you know. You just acknowledged it was. WWF. Oh, it used to be WWWF. It did. Yeah, that's what it used to be. Okay, look. Well, no, I'm not saying. Hey, look, man. I just got these new pants. I don't want to show them off. All right. Look, I don't want to get you in trouble, Kofi. I'm excited for your new pants. I want to know why you got them. Uh, Well, I think it makes me a better-looking wrestler. You think it makes you a better-looking wrestler? I mean, when you change up your ring gear, you're changing up your persona. You know, you're making everybody see like, hey, look, things are a little bit different. What does this mean? And then you got everybody sort of in that place where they're like, oh, I wonder what's going to be new. And they're sort of a little bit more receptive. Unless they're wrestling fans in which they immediately think, that's new, that's dumb. What? Oh, do you think are people saying that 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 your new pants are new and dumb and what? No, people just say that about me already. No. Yeah, you know, well, I got some fans, but a lot of people just are sort of hard on me. They just never think I got what it takes. I, I no, I've heard people talk about your weird chest. What? That you don't like? You really don't have pecs, kind of. They just kind of go to the sides, and then when you stretch out, they just go away. Like you're very flat-chested. Then it's kind of like Scott Steiner. Like Scott Steiner's pecs went away. You know what I'm talking about? What is this, fucking junior high? Why the hell are you judging my body, man? No, I'm just... I work in the WWE. What the fuck do you do, internet? Look, I don't... I'm wearing pants. I have a child. I will find out that child's (laughs) name and sex. I will find out what will happen to my career. Who gives a fuck where I work out, what happened to my chest? Shit. Look, I Boom. Boom. I'm out of here. Do the third boom. I did. Oh, you did two. No, I did a third one while you said the second one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right, man. I didn't mean to lose my tempo. I Scott Naver, you're a good guy. Look, and I didn't say you have a weird chest. No, you did. Well, I was I was saying that I've heard people talk about that. Oh, you were saying chest. in the voice of other people. Yes. You're an actor. Yeah. Actors wear pants. Oh, I see. You're like Gary Oldman. I'm a superstar. Your chest looks weird. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. I decided to say it. I'm looking at it now. You're not wearing a shirt. Hey, that's how I do interviews. Okay. Well, Kofi, thanks for stopping by and giving us the insight on your new long pants. Hey, no problem. I'll be in your breakfast lounge. Congratulations. Wait, no. no go in the guest one. Go in the guest one. Hey, man. That interview with Kofi sounded like it went great. Where's he, he headed? Uh, He's going into the breakfast lounge. Our breakfast lounge. Well, I mean, could probably use it to fill up, get some protein on that chest of his. Kofi, no! That's a bad Kofi! You go in the guest breakfast lounge. That's a bad Kofi. I'll spray you with this water bottle. Jack, Jack, don't spray him with that water I'm bottle. I'm gonna spray him with the Jack, water bottle. Jack, don't spray him with that I'm water bottle. I'm looking for a match for a SummerSlam. I'm gonna spray him with the water Why bottle. Are you gonna, Any this? reason I can get for... Hey, I'm a real American. He's a West African. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna get his match. He doesn't have a match. Yeah, well, I'm gonna start some shit, and then they won't be able to ignore us. All right. So yeah, spray, you starting to starting a little. Spray, 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 spray. I can just see it now. An extreme rules match where uh, it started on Twitter with you spraying Kofi Kingston with a water bottle. Well, he sprayed him. He's he's been spraying him now. I'm looking at him. He's getting Kofi's chest all wet. Kofi's just massaging his own chest with that water. <laughs> well, it's very strange. Um, you know, an, another thing that is coming up here. Jerk tweets. Well, yes, there is the jerk tweets. I was going to mention the the Bound for Glory series is still going. It's still heating up. Have you been uh, watching this? No, God, no. 
I'm excited when I watch it, but I'm always like, Bound for Glory? Does that just go all year until the Bound for Glory pay-per-view? Uh, I don't know when the tournament cuts off, but we're mid-August at this point, and that pay-per-view is October. Who's in the lead? Uh, Magnus. Just, is it? Yes, even though he lost 10 points because of Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode's playing it smart. He is getting back into this now. He's joined alliances with Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. Whoa, aren't those bad guys? Yeah, they're bad dudes. Real bad dudes. Bobby Roode's a Some bad, really crude dudes. Bad so Mama Jam, too. I like it. Man, wrestling tournaments are fun. They are. They add stakes in a way that you never really quite realize. Yeah, and, it, and it's good. Even though I, I can't remember off the top of my head who's winning. I'm sure it's still Magnus. Like, he who had a big lead. The, who would you say is at the bottom? There's like a couple guys with zero points. And everybody is, is, is eligible, correct? What do you mean? Everybody's eligible for the Bound for Glory uh, tournament? No, 10, ten uh, competitors. Do you have uh, only ten? Are there qualifying matches to become part of the ten? Yeah, like they all had to qualify to get into the tournament. Okay, all right. I swear you saw that part. Uh, I don't think I saw Bound for Glory qualifying matches. Okay, well, yeah, there's ten dudes in there, and it's it's heating up. And Chris Saban is getting more awkward and more strange as the weeks go by of him being champion. I wanted to support this, but he's weird. What? Why is he weird? I think as much as we talked about Michael Sarah, mm-hmm. I think he's tapping into that. I think Chris Saban listens to our show and is starting to act like Michael Sarah on. He does Impact have a Wrestling. very strange junior highness about him. Yes, like he's sort of like he and his I'm promos, on the track team, right? His promos are leading that way too. Of like he's in junior high. Hmm. Maybe you should go heel. I feel like turning anybody heel sort of the best thing to do if they're not great on the mic. It could be. Or you just got to slap James Mitchell with him. It's James Mitchell. Sinister minister. Yeah. God, that guy's so scary looking <laughs> with his red suit and his weird long hair. Yeah, you give Saban those eyebrows and that mustache. That'd be awesome. Oh, so <laughs> Sinister Minister shows up and makes Saban look like him? Yeah. It's a makeover. <laughs> it's Satan's makeover. Sinister Saban. Sinister Saban, get ready for the Draven, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to be supportive of Chris Saban. It's very difficult. It's very difficult because he looks like the guy. He looks more awkward than me at a prom. Uh, how was he so uh, intimidating in Motor City Machine Guns? Was that because they never talked? I don't I don't think he was that intimidating. I think it was just a, he was a cool guy. He was a cool guy. Not intimidating guy. Where's the guy who looks like the stretched out Evan Bourne in Motor, from Motor City Machine Guns? Alex Shelley? Yeah. I don't know. He's probably doing stuff in Japan. That's <laughs> sound like sound like someone's dad at the auto shop. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's probably doing stuff in Japan. Yeah, he's probably in Japan. Yeah, what are you gonna do? So they got that. They got and Tito Ortiz is now in TNA. We haven't talked about that because he was the mystery man. He was not the August first mystery Pierce. man. No, not Adam Pierce. Sadly, not Hardcore Holly. Not Doc. Not any of these bald guys that we thought it was. It's Tito Ortiz. Yeah. I remember when you told me about this a couple days ago, you were really letting me know how unex- unexciting it was. It was okay, but it's like, don't throw money at these MMA guys that aren't going to wrestle. Let's have wrestlers in there. And we were speculating that this is because Spike TV has that deal with Bellator right now, correctly? Yes. And so it's a cross promotion? Yeah. Hmm. Not great when they're letting guys go that you want to see wrestle and then go and you're bringing in guys. It's like, yeah, Dale Earnhardt, the race car driver. I'd love to see him in a wrestling ring. I can't wait till he counts a three count fall. Yes, sir. Count that pinfall. A special mm-hmm. guest referee, Dale Earnhardt. Oh, wait, Junior. Sorry, Uh-oh. Dale Earnhardt. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be pretty tough. Disqualified. That was Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, no, I got you. As the referee. I was very happy with it. Uh, Well, good. I'm very supportive of that. (laughs) I'm I'm very supportive of Dale Earnhardt, ghost referee. Well, that's the kind of social ambassadors they want for SummerSlam. Yeah, they want to change the brand by having more guys involved, and I feel like they're doing the same thing for SummerSlam as they want to have so many different people involved with uh, their different Twitter followers. This is what you were telling me. Yeah. This is... They want this to be the biggest socially media-activated... Jesus Christ, I didn't even know how to describe it. Uh, Maybe we could get someone in here to talk about the social media push they're doing for SummerSlam. Oh, uh, well, I was was chatting with Triple H a little bit earlier. Jeez, about your push? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know why? Why? Because he really likes my Dale Earnhardt referee. <laughs> it really makes him laugh. 
<laughs> it makes he, me laugh too. Yeah, but like on cue. Oh, not like <laughs> not like it sinks in. He gets it right away. Hey, the best joke's sinking. He's like, that's really funny. <laughs> There's never gonna be another Dale Scott until you said so. Well, he was at the Gold's Gym nearby. I saw him. Yeah, we, I was getting cookies. <laughs> they have a great bake sale that they do at Gold's Gym. They do. They, they it's for all the fat asses. Well, what do you say? Is he? I said stop on by at any time. Oh, cool. Is he coming by today? Yeah, he should be. He, huh. I mean, look, wait, check the monitor. Let me see. Check the bathroom monitor. No, let's see. Check the male bathroom monitor. Oh, you okay. always have the female one on. That's the feed I like. He's washing his hands. Oh, great. Let's, uh. We, again, I think we need to really put a sign in there that says you let people there being know that they're monitored. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. What hey, you... we should probably put it in the kitchen to see if people are peeing into our burritos. <laughs> I, I don't Time think I want to say hello. Triple H, hey, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for Scott coming. Scott Steve Sears, thanks Curtain for, Jerks. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. No problem. SummerSlam's coming up, guys, so it's going to be a pretty big weekend for us. You're going to be special guest refereeing the Daniel Bryan and John Cena match. Wild, huh? It is wild. Who would have thought Daniel Bryan would get this far? I Well, all of his fans? Yeah, yeah, so I'm saying it's a great thing. Like, when you're in an arena and everybody's chanting, yes, 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 no, no, no. Who would have thought that Daniel Bryan would be the guy who'd bring that to the table? Cream rises to the top and glasses break on the ground, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, Unless I you drop the did. glass on a table. I mean, it's a hard enough table and there's a fall enough, hard, far enough drop, that glass is going to break. Are you saying that you didn't believe in Daniel Bryan at all? I'm saying we put him out there. We were just giving him a shot. We didn't know what to believe. It wasn't that we didn't believe in him. It's just that we wanted him to excel expectations. And expectations were just a standard. Do you think you're limiting his potential for this match by stepping in as guest guest referee? No, no, no. I'm not limiting expectations. I'm limiting airtime. I'm letting everybody know that Triple H is still around. (laughs) Triple H, that seems very unfair. Oh, come on. It's SummerSlam. Everybody wants to see the game. Well, I mean, some people might say they've seen you and that's enough. And yes, you're going to wear a ref shirt with the sleeves cut off. Hey, just wait till I pee on it. Why would you pee on your own shirt? Why would I pee on my own pants? Yes, that too. Why are you going to pee on your clothes? It happens sometimes. Hey, congratulations on your children. Hey, thanks a lot. What are they? Whatever. (laughs) What are their names? Uh, One of them's Stephanie's, and uh, one of them's mine, (laughs) and... Do yeah. Have, do you have three or two? I think I got two little girls, right? My I, little boy. I believe you actually have three daughters. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad to break that news. Call to rain. Don't you think instead of perhaps you as special guest referee, it should be Dale and <laughs> Scott Narver. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt, a ghost referee. Triple <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought I was pretty funny in DX <laughs> with Shawn Michaels, a heartbreak kid. But I mean, let's get ready to check on flag. <laughs> uh, well, okay. you're covering your mouth like you're laughing. I am. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, Triple H. You, <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> you, you do with never going to be another Dale. <laughs> you do a lot of social media stuff. You're on Twitter now. No, I, uh, I promote a lot of Twitter social media. I don't do it. What? That, wait, fans aren't talking to you on Twitter. That's not you. No, no. That's my secretary, Julia, Julia, Julia. Uh, is Julia a wrestler? No, she's a member of DX uh, promotion department. DX promotion department. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Julia. Well, Julia, what she does is she uh, she draws pictures on different ways that we can say suck it. Okay. A lot of them are just the crotch chop. <laughs> right. So you're not tweeting. Yet this is supposed to be the, the most social uh, interactive SummerSlam of all time. No, I'm encouraging social interaction. Well, why don't you get involved? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm the fucking game. <laughs> Wait, what is that? You're too good for it? Oh, yeah. Do you even understand it? No, certainly. A bunch of naked, big, fat losers are sitting on their computers in their basement trying to tell me how to run this business better than most people. Are you saying that all of our listeners are naked, big, fat losers, Triple H? (laughs) Unless if they're on the internet, I'm going to say yes. Triple H, that's unfair. Look at my ass. Why are you exposing your naked ass to me? (laughs) 
Hand me one of those walnuts in that bowl. I'd rather not. Hand me one of those walnuts in that bowl. I'll give it. I'll hand it to you. I'm yeah, not going to place it. it. Hand it. Okay, I'll hand it to you. Now put it between the no. pinchers. No, no, Put no, it no. between the pinchers. No. Put it into my butt. No. Put it. Put, put that. Put that walnut. Oh, I'm grabbing it. Oh, God. <laughs> Watch your fingers. No, I. I did. And ah! you took the. Ah, my fingers. Oh. Ow. I think you broke the tip of my index finger. And I'm relaxing. And that walnut is yours to enjoy. All that fell out was the shell. The 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 inside walnut part. The. The actual meat the is The sweet, still sweet in- nut meat? Yeah, it's inside of you. Well, I guess I'm going to enjoy it then. Is that how you take your protein? I get my protein any way I can. <laughs> I like exercising when I get it. That's what I do. I look great, I work out, and I have walnuts, and I run one of the coolest wrestling companies in the world. I don't need to do any of that Facebook stuff. We got the app, we got the Twitter, and we got the entire WWE universe tweeting for us and at us. Triple H, I think you should get past this style of thinking. I think you should really appreciate, uh, you know, this new wave of technology, talking with fans, interacting with them, not just be this old school guy that works out all the time and doesn't talk to the fans. Look, I think you can learn a lot from the fans. You know, I just want to point that out. I know you can learn a lot from the fans. Okay. Like how they can spend their money better or how they can promote things for you No. or how they can do your job. If they want to do our job, they can promote and let people know about the show. But if they ever think that they can book better or that they can tell guys how to work out or how their body should look, well, maybe they should go look in the mirror and then kill themselves after buying the WWE Network and more WWE stock. Triple H, on behalf of our fans and myself, I hope you choke on that walnut meat in your ass. You know what? Good thing I don't eat that way all the time, because if I did, I'd need you to do the Heimlich maneuver, but my feet would have to be up in the air. That's what you call 1-800-SHAMUS for. That's true. All right. Get out of here, Triple H. All right. Go wash your hands. Time to... Why? I never <laughs> used them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right. There goes Triple H. Oh, man. What a great interview. He broke the tip of my index finger with his ass. Uh, I would wash that before you get any french fries tonight for dinner. You think I eat uh, french fries for dinner? Uh, why not? Well, because I'd rather have a meal. That's true, but you don't want butt fingers when you're doing any sort of delightful finger foods. Well, that's true. I don't want butt fingers. Which brings us to the plug of the week. Nobody better lay a finger on my butt finger or they'll <laughs> have to wash their hands. That's how that commercial should go. It is how it should go from 15 years ago. They have a bunch of new ones now. They have new, like, Simpsons Butterfinger billboards. Yeah, but commercials? well here's our commercial it's time for the plug of the week wrestling memes oh great great plug great friend of the show they've been with us since the the early early days guys we all love wrestling memes but there's one spot where you get the wrestling memes that's from wrestling memes they are the core of wrestling memes on the internet they got the best ones all other wrestling memes are mike adamly that's what i like to say that's right A reference I will only understand after I Wikipedia it later. That's right. Uh, So go to Facebook.com slash Wrestling Memes. Like them on there. And go to Twitter.com slash Wrestling underscore Memes and and follow on there. That's your quick fix right there. You're on Twitter. You're looking. And you see it. Boom. Instant laugh. You got to invest with us for the laugh. You got to. We're like a good home. uh, We're like a mutual fund. And they're more of a. uh, how do you uh, say it? An ATM. It? A smash and grab. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're the illegal activity of memes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. go, go They're like, ready for the revolution. Go like those. Get, get in on it. Chances are you already do. But if you didn't already, do it now and tell them Curtain Jerk sent you. And it is time now for Jerk Tweets. Every week, go to Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. First one here. Not sure how to pronounce this, but I'm going to try. Crysec. Crysec 12. Oh, like Crycheck from the X-Files. Uh, I'm asking a question. Uh, yes. I don't know. As, as did I. Yes. Yes. Is John Hennigan dating? Is CM Punk still with Lita? Whoa, is this jerk tweets or is this jerk interviews? Am I right? <laughs> it, it could be. These are these are uh, dating questions. Apparently, dating and romance is on everyone's it mind. It sounds like Krysek is really pushing for some sort of triangle between CM Punk, Lita, and John Hennigan. You think so? Were those two different tweets or one tweet with two questions? One tweet with two questions. Man. One tweet, two questions. I Are we even qualified to answer this? 
I don't know, but I would say CM Punk and Lita, uh, yeah, because uh, it's the best versus the beast. Boom, take that, you fucking homewrecker. That was for you, Edge. That was for you, Edge. Oh, I got you, man. <laughs> I was following with a roadmap. I was still like, huh? Where? <laughs> Should have taken that last Edge gave me a nod at the over at the, at the uh, sound station over there. Thank you. I appreciate you mentioning that, but it does also very harsh memories for me because that relationship did not end well. I know, and also is for Matt Hardy, too, which I didn't figure you wanted Best to Best of seven out. series. <laughs> You're challenging him now? No, I thought we had a best of seven series. No. There certainly was a lot of matches. <laughs> yes, there was, Edge. I'll be back in the production booth. Okay. Have a good show, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Robot Canadian Edge. <laughs> That's how we sound. <laughs> I know. I just I'm pointing out. I'm, I'm making a making a hilarious. Uh, speaking note. of which, they showed Christian's promo for his match with Alberto Del Rio at SummerSlam, yes. and I really it was really cool to see the teenage pictures of Edge and Christian together. Like, yes, there's so many. The fact that they've been friends for so long. Yes, and like when you match those up with the edge and christian like them with the big hats and them doing the five second pose and then you cut back to them in junior high and Mm -hmm. high school something about it really struck me i really really enjoyed that segment and i thought it was very very cool so you're saying we should recreate all of those photos yes us body slamming each other wearing like old school wrestling stuff having hair that's cut so it just comes right to our ears on the side and we part it in the middle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay we'll do it uh i don't know if john hennigan's dating and is CM Punk still with Lita? I don't know. Yeah, we. Just, I hope not. I hope, we just make fun of people. We I don't. Hope, uh, we don't talk. To them. I hope John Hennigan is dating Lita, and CM Punk focuses on being best in the world. Hey, that's you know, that's some cheap heat. Yeah, well, that's what I hope for. Lita, the fact that Lita's always in the center of these triangles, just so they can build pay per view angles. I just, I don't know. You know, that'd be a fun angle. Bring John back. You know, because he stole CM Punk's lady. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. Two nerds, one podcast asks, hey, Scott, how did your date go? I think we're all pretty excited to hear about it. Uh, should we save this one for last? Are there is there a jerk tweet after? There this? is another jerk tweet. After What's this? the jerk tweet after? This? Okay, I'll well, judge. OK, well, Wrestlinga show, friends of the show. Uh, we gave them the plug of the week last week. Uh, asked, who are your top three meat twitchers of all time? What? I'll what? fill you in. I'll fill you in. Uh, Meat Twitchers is a segment on their show. I watch a show every week. Very funny show. YouTube.com slash Wrestling Show. They have a segment called Meat Twitcher, which I think you'd be able to figure out what that means. Every week, a certain uh, knockout or diva that has the most uh, twitching meat action, whoever gets that title, they give them a a point for the week. They have a running tally. Are Are they talking about boob jiggling? Like Dead or Alive, the video game? No, they're talking about uh, beating meat to uh, to to women. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, well, like boner movement. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you're you're fucking meat starching. They don't say it like that. Yeah, okay. So uh, they want to know who the top three are of all time. Who's got your your meat twitched the most? Well, in terms of attractive ladies, instead of talking about how I get an erection based <laughs> on women that I see in public or on television. Yeah, because we can't all follow that. We're like, we don't know all these ladies. Yeah, I would say women that I find attractive. In wrestling. In wrestling, I think Gail Kim is incredible. Oh. And like, also, uh, the fact that she's really good at what she does, like, movement-wise, and, like, she's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Also, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that she's also incredibly attractive. Right. So somebody that you can admire and you also find really attractive, I think, is really cool. Okay. Um, same with... Uh, Lita and Trish Stratus, the same. Like, they were all good at what they did, and they're attractive, you know? So it's like, that's the bonus. Like, it's the same as, it's the people that are the most disappointed, like Eve Marie. Who's the redhead in Total Divas right now? It's Eve or Eva Maria. Yeah, I think it is Eva Maria. She's like a statue. Like, you'd see a, she looks literally like you're looking at You don't want to fuck a statue? No, she, well, actually, that's got a specific name. I'm not sure what it's called. It's like. Statue fucking? Yeah, it's a, it was a huge deal in, like, ancient Rome because that was, like, that was the sexual imagery was these, like, marble statues. I would believe that Bull Buchanan fucks statues. Well, that's I'm just, putting that out there, everybody. I, think I don't know if that's true or not. It's a feat. But if I were to believe of any wrestlers that are out there, Bull Buchanan is a statue fucker. It's a feat of will and imagination, I imagine. 
I but Eva Marie like it's she, seeing her on TV is like looking at a picture spread. She doesn't she doesn't sound interesting and she doesn't wrestle. It's just like seeing right. someone who's pretty. But if she also happens to be in a, like a world champion skeet shooter and then also does a karate backflip, then I'd be like, whoa, you know, those are the <laughs> things that I can't. I like for me to be like excited and like find someone attractive. It can't just be the way they make look. The, the pull your fingers out a little further. But this, don't give yourself such a small boner. But this is no. This is a. This is the concept. Not oh. the concept of my cock. This is the concept <laughs> of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Please let that be your autobiography. Title. No, no, no. This is a con- the concept of my cock. <laughs> the concept of my cock. The conception of my lacocus. Um. But I think there's sort of that element of like what parts of your brain gets engaged. Like if brain. What is that after? It's the large sriracha zone, Scott. Oh, the large sriracha zone. Because it gets spicy up there. It gets real spicy up there. No, it's the the largest sriracha zone is all of your epidermis. Your epididymis. Your, oh, your skin. yeah. But that's then, like, the most. always cut that out right away so you don't get a boner while they're yeah, operating. Yeah, that's on why it. there's so many people without skin getting operations. <laughs> I don't know what that means. How about you? I mean, like, do you know what I mean? In I'll rank them for you. Here you go. Well, what the point is ranking them just based on number one, Victoria Terra. Number two, AJ Lee. Number three, Tori. Good job. Thank you. How was your date? All right. Uh, so when we recorded last week, Wednesday, I had the date that night. And also stay tuned for a, a more backup information on one of our Gets Jerked episodes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know which one now. I do. It's a uh, card subject to change. Card subject to change. Because which, that's where it started. Th- this story is going to be out of whack. This is like Memento. Yeah. Or Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. So when that gets released, you'll get to hear us excitedly talking about it. And now you get the aftermath. Now! How was the date? Okay. Uh, I... A quick recap. We went to a wedding at the Magic Castle. You didn't want to give this away before. What? This information, because then that makes that stuff null and void. Who the fuck cares? The people are listening. You cared last week. Nah, I don't care. I'm a mercurial beast. Uh, So Scott and I went to a wedding at the Magic Castle in Los Angeles, which is invite only, and it's a most weddings are. (laughs) No, but the castle itself is also invite only. So it was like it was a double blind invite uh, backdrop uh, wall. So we somehow got through both, and they had amazing food. And so I'm sitting like watch. Like it was in one of the theaters. It was in like the not the this parlor. Is the beginning of the entire thing. Yeah, this is. It wasn't in the parlor of prestigitation. It was in one of the larger magic palace theaters. of mystery. It was in the palace of mystery, and I'm sitting there with my date. And, and I s- indeed did make it the yeah. palace of mystery. Yes, not your date. You're with your girlfriend. Yeah, my date, my girlfriend. And so Scott well, enters. Well, let that be known. Hey, we're in the world of wrestling where, yeah, they have their date and like, yeah, my wife's at home. Yeah, and there's, there's my, my valet the and then there's my there's my wife. Um, so Scott enters with this, you know, this beautiful lady. And everyone's like, whoa, Scott's here with a lady. And then. No, I, no, 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 no. It's more like, who the fuck is Scott with? What is going on? No, no, no. I was like, Scott's with a beautiful lady. No. Because I don't. Others, fucking- others were shocked like. Uh, those other people can set themselves on fire and kill themselves. I don't care. I wasn't. I was. Bill. Yeah, I wasn't surprised that you were with a beautiful lady. I was excited that you were with a beautiful lady because I know you're more than capable. Everybody can go fuck themselves. <laughs> My point is, Scott shows up, and this is this is a new occurrence. When I'm meeting Scott somewhere, he always shows up with a woman, and I'm all, every what? yeah. It's happened twice now what? at VidCon. You showed up, and there's he's always walking up with this woman, a different woman oh, each yeah. time. And I'm now, like, I'm blown away. Yeah, each time that. I'm like, what's the fucking deal? And like, do I know this person? Like, did Scott introduce me to this woman before? Is this a new lady in his life? Is this just a woman he met in the parking lot? He's a charmer, ladies and gentlemen. Scott will bring people to situations. And he met this woman on the way to the Palace of Mystery. I did. She was also going to the wedding. Yes. To which he got her phone number, and then there was a date. Sorry, my my setup uh, really just went off the rails. No, that's that's fine. Um, so uh, what was mentioned on the on the podcast last time was, are you going to mention wrestling or talk about wrestling at all? Mm-hmm. And I was, and I had said like, oh fuck no, God no, I'm going to hide that forever. Were you adamant? Was I adamant yeah, about did it? it like, on did the it podcast? go through in the date? Did you not? Well, say? within ten minutes of the date. Nice. Uh, the question was asked of like, so what do you do? And I answer that of what my job is. It is a boring job. Like, we all got boring jobs. And then, but what else do you do? What do you like, do? What's your passion? What do you yeah, do for like fun? Yeah, what, like, what's your, what, do you work on stuff? Do you act? Do you do this? And I and I just said, 
uh, like, oh, yeah, I act, I write, I, I'm work, writing on this gig. And I went like, oh, don't mention that because that's a wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. Don't mention that. And then I ended with like, oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, don't mention the YouTube stuff. Like, that's a little weird to explain. And I go, oh, and I podcast. And then right after I said I podcast, she goes, oh, what do you podcast about? And immediately my brain within probably the time span of 0.8 seconds was you fucking idiot. Oh, you set yourself Moron. on the path. You have to explain. You that. have to. You have to. Or are you going to defend it? Are you going to uh, just uh, gloss over it? Are you going to even are you going to lie? Just say it's a funny podcast. Oh, what advice would you give your listeners in that situation? Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Crash the car. <laughs> um, Undo your seatbelt and then aim for the, uh, the, the pole. Be be confident in what you say. Don't go. Don't like have your justification session of like, here's what you like and why you like it. But I had to then explain. I do a wrestling podcast. We're comedians and uh, we still watch wrestling. We know it's silly and we know it's fun, but we talk about it. We have we have a different view on this whole thing. So we wanted to have a podcast. I like that. I like that. And I like the advice that you give to be confident in the things that you like. Well, then we talked about it for about 20 minutes or so wrestling and everything about it. And in a good way. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Like never judgmental. Uh, describe like so she why wasn't, I like she it. wasn't throwing up down the front of her shirt. No, it's, she wasn't judging. She wasn't being harsh or, you know, I always take that back. Like, yes, she was judging, but it wasn't guilty. Okay. Um, and was curious about it. So she really wanted to know about like why I liked it. So right away, right away. That's you the just thing that the we're talking about. Like, hi, how are you? Good to see you. Like, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? All right. Uh, wrestling fucking shit. Damn it. No. Man. Why? How do you – this is what I'm curious. How much – how do you talk about wrestling on a date? Is it like the fact that you said it about confidence and not having all the justifications, but then if you're someone's asking questions, they're then asking for justifications, are they not? I – well, what I like to do is I, I like to be positive about wrestling. As you listeners know, I like to, I like to enjoy it. Uh, that's why I say what I say, enjoy wrestling, kids, because we're all big kids trying to enjoy our wrestling. So when I talk about it, I, I tell her – Simply what I tell a lot of people that don't watch it or that did it one time and stopped that I say, look, it's melodrama. There's only one type of art form of melodrama left, and it's wrestling. When you go live, it's one of the most fun shows in the world. To see it on television is completely different from what it is to attend like a house show where you see one guy come out and you see another guy come out and you make your decision. You decide who you want to cheer and boo for and you're enthusiasm and your reactions have a direct outcome on the show because it enhances the show that you're watching and gets you excited for it. You can go to medieval times or see like some, uh, like, uh, like Ren fair esque show, but that doesn't still have quite the same feeling. Cause it's all scripted. Mm-hmm. This has loose script elements to it. So you're still going to like, there's still like different gamble. things. There's still the risk. There's still the excitement and there's still variables that can happen. Like you can change the show. You can be so loud, you can be cause such a ruckus, you can be so motivating that you enhance the show. Fans are almost like the weather. They can change yes. which direction the, 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 the fleet goes. That's what I tend to emphasize when I, say, uh, when I talk about these things. Because I say, sports, yeah, you can go, you can cheer and boo, and you may think that you're getting in their heads or whatever, but you're watching the show unfold. This one, you're the third character. Like, you're involved. Fuck the referee. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're involved, and so that's what I talked about. Like, that was the thing of interest. Not and like, well, okay, so there's this guy, Brock Lesnar. Did you sell like, it? Like, he's super big. And did like, you sell it? Did I sell it? Yeah, did you think that it, you sold it? I think I did. Okay. I think I did, and just saying, like, this is my interest, this is what I like, and this is why I like it. Now, did I go into video games, comic books, and no, like no. God, no. Yeah, you. I think you you used up all your supercon points oh, on that one. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was rolling die twenties left and right. Like, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, good meal, good uh, good time. Good meal, good time. Uh, she made time for me on a on a later part of the evening, which uh, in the past like is not always what people like to do. Hey, you're uh, you're both young urban professionals, yes. not yuppies per se, but I guess that's what that acronym stands for, <laughs> right? Um, and, um, it went well, and I am not good at judging these things or being able to figure out signs or tells or that sort of stuff. I just always have to tell myself like, well, she's not asking to leave or she's killing not- herself with a fork. Yeah. None of those things are happening. So I assume it's going well. Um, we 
had another date on Monday. Whoa, very cool. So we went, uh, hung out, and this was the night before that she sprung it on, and then I didn't have really any plans. Uh, listeners, this is a terrible idea to go into a date at, early on and go like, I don't know, we'll just do whatever. That doesn't work. Yeah, you've got to have clear plans, especially for a first date, because you're not, it's, to me, you're, it's first impression. Like, if it, the date is sort of your reset. This is when you're making your first impression, almost. And if you need to have clear plans, because you're still making that impression. Ugh. Unless you're good at thinking on your feet. And she's very kind, she's very sweet, and like, well, what do you want to do? Like, she'll always bounce it back. It's kind of tough to say, let's go to an underground cage fighting match. I know this guy. I hope you brought something that can his have blood on it. His name is Viet. Him. Yeah, his name is Viet. Don't mind the scars on his face. He's so sweet. He's just the sweetest guy. So, uh, yes, Monday was like, I don't know, we'll do whatever. That didn't work out great to start. That was uh, that was a... Uh, oh, so you did two let's just figure it out dates? Yes. Matt, so you know for the future to not do that. Bad, yes, bad news. Uh, but also we have such schedules that we kind of know the day before we're going to hang out, so it's very hard to plan something. Well, just having options, right? Yeah. So she listened to the. She just listened to this whole thing now that she's I don't a podcast think so. listener. I don't think so. I don't think she ever asked for the name of this, and I don't think she knows my last name because I don't know hers. Oh, great! That's charming. Although romantic. I do, I figured it out. Like I looked up on Facebook, but through her, I don't know her last name. Hey, man, there's no shame in that. No, no, not at all. So there you go, listeners. Uh, hopefully, uh, it continues pulling back to go the well. pulling back the old social curtain. Yeah, get a look at the old Scott Narver uh, Lothario. That is the personal life. That is the, the that is the uh, dateless scenario. I think that is the uh, that is that is really like I say a lot of crazy shit on this podcast. That's the most. That's got to see a the old Scott Narver heart beating there, <laughs> and then it grows three sizes too small again. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Sure, I could have made plans. I could have made great fucking plans to hang out with this girl. Maybe had I had access tickets to SummerSlam. You know, if you don't have access tickets, how are you supposed to get access? Right. I mean, access. What did I say? Access? Access. Man, you imagine if it was called SummerSlam Access? Access. The access of SummerSlam. So. Japan, Germany, Italy. <laughs> SummerSlam. You will get away this time, Sweden. Yes, <laughs> You are going to stay neutral. All right. Uh, we we gotta know what's going on. We gotta we gotta go do some podcast journalism. We don't have the money to throw I down for have, SummerSlam. I do and not and have dates. I do I not have down. press passes for SummerSlam access. I apologize. And I gotta throw down money for dates. I can't be fucking throwing around money for SummerSlam access. access. Yeah. So I thought we should call Vince McMahon and see if we can get us press passes. Right to the top, Scott. I like the way you do that. Right to the tippy top. All right. I'm dialing. Okay. We're gonna call Vince. We're gonna get access for you guys. We're gonna get videos. We're gonna get cool shit. We're gonna we're gonna talk to the Undertaker, maybe. Hello. Uh, hello, Vince McMahon. It's Steve Sears and Scott Narver on Curtain Jerks mm, podcast. Do you know how busy I am? Yeah, you know what? I'm sure you're very busy. How busy you're, I am. You are gearing up for, I guess, the second largest show of the year, correct? Yeah, you're damn right. It's the second largest show, and uh, just because it's Los Angeles, you guys think you have some sort of in or something? You think I'm going to stop by and do some interviews with you guys? Like I have all the time in the world no, to we're... stop by and uh, just split some locks and bagels with you? No, we're flattered that you that you, uh, that you you would even consider the notion nope, of joining I'm us on our podcast. The notion. You brought nope. it up. You nope. brought it up. I was, I was merely we wouldn't, painting we wouldn't, a picture of no. All we're doing is talking to you on the phone. So, look, we just wanted to talk to you a little bit about SummerSlam Access. Ah, well, yes. Uh, tickets are on sale now. If you want to go to SummerSlam Access, uh, you buy tickets and... Joining the fanfare, and who knows, maybe we'll see a, a fun superstar like a Zack Ryder. Wonderful, ah, wonderful, ah, or wonderful. Or Titus O'Neil. Wonderful. Ah, ah I think, you uh, can stand in line to get a photo and an autograph. Wonderful. I think that's a great, great thing for a maybe lot of people. Maybe you'll see Natalia. But I think that we have a special relationship with you, Vince. We talked to you on the phone, uh-huh. and we were just hoping that maybe we could get press passes to SummerSlam Access. Well, you freeloaders? No, we're press. So yes. But uh, why? Where's your what paper do you write for? We work for the Curtain Jerks Radio Podcast. Yeah, yeah. But what newspaper do you write for? Uh, which newspaper is still around and in paper? USA Today. Uh, USA Today. You know, I'm sure you have a very exclusive uh one paragraph blurb with them every th- couple weeks or so. But uh, Curtain Jerks, we talk about you every week. We're in the pie graph this week. Oh, are you? We're in the pie graph of uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, look there. 
Alright, Rob, here we go. USA Today. Okay. Which uh, event is the biggest slam of the summer? What is summer the, Slam? Start, I was going to say start with the smallest wedge, but there's no smallest wedge. There is wedge. no small wedge. Uh, WWE Summer Slam is the largest one. Right here, right here in the paper. You know, that would be a great t-shirt, which is a Summer, gla- summer Slam pie chart that says, what's the biggest slam of the summer? And it just has 100% in the center. Well, we'll be printing these up and put them on WWEshop.com. Well, excellent, excellent. $35. Uh, speaking of WWE Shop. Dot com before I get back to SummerSlam Access. I understand. I don't do orders. I don't do shipping and handling. If you have a problem with your order, you're going to have to email directly to the website. WWE. I don't, I don't take care WWE of it. Admin. I got you. Okay. Um, my question. What did you order? I didn't order anything. Not yet. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm you very are ex- a freeloader. I'm not a freeloader. I'm very excited to order, but I'm very excited to see that they have those sheep masks up for sale for the way Bri- the Bryant family. You Wyatt family. Well. You're just a sheep. Uh, what? You're just a sheep. We just go where we're told? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, yeah, you're, we are going to Staples Center on Sunday. Ah, see? Bah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you're a sheep. Well, then, bah, ah, ah, ah. Mr. McMahon, we would you like... want some grass? Uh, they you don't... want some grass? They don't eat grass. They eat hay. Hay's for horses. That, My grandkids that... love that joke. Hay is for horses. Is that so kids don't say hay? Yeah. So they don't say what? Yeah. Wait, what? Huh? Well, are you doing Wayne's World shenanigans to me? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm trying to. I don't, I don't know what I'm I doing. have another pie graph right here. Okay, what's it say? Right, let me see here. Who is the biggest jackass on curtain jerks? Uh, look at the pie wedge here. 100% Steve Sears. Uh, you know, I think there's... 100% of, Steve Sears. Out of the entire roster of curtain jerks, I'm surprised that I got 100% jackass. Yeah, what well, you did. Well, I guess it's an honor. I'll, maybe that'll be a t-shirt. 100% jacket. $35 on WWEshop.com. Oh, I got a $35 discount? No, no, no. But the t-shirt will be $35. How can you sell a fucking t-shirt for under, for almost $40? I don't know. Oh, God, I got to get that t-shirt. I got to get that t-shirt. Uh, so, no SummerSlam access tickets? What makes you think I'm going to give you jackasses for press passes? Well, we'll be live tweeting the entire event, and we'll also be having don't a Facebook. Don't Triple H tweets all the time. I don't. I, bl- I got that covered. I understand that was his DX secretary. That was revealed today oh, on Julia? our show. Yeah, Julia. Oh, that son of a bitch. He's supposed to keep kayfabe with Julia. I'm sorry. She's now into the cultural lexicon of wrestling. Well, I guess he broke it down. Well, uh, I was going to offer our social media presence as one of the... Uh, what are you going to do for me? What are you... What, how can you possibly boost anything that I need? Well, we'll be pal. live We'll be live tweeting something. Did you say a panel? Pal. Oh. I called you pal in a very sarcastic way. Let you know you're not my pal. Yeah. Okay, friendo. Buddy. Okay, friendo. Jerkwad. Jerkwad. That's, I think that's very clear that you just called me a jerkwad. Jerkwad. All right. Okay. Uh, well, Mr. McMahon, I, I guess it sounds like you're adamant on this, and I can't change your mind. Uh, I want to say thank you. I have you. Kenneth Turan coming to review our show. From the Los Angeles Times? That's the, right. He works for a newspaper. The mo- a newspaper. The, you see what I'm holding right here. The uh, movie critic for the Los Angeles Times is coming to review SummerSlam Access. Kenneth Turan. Biggest movie slam of the summer. I'll say. I think you guys are in for quite a slam. Yeah, that's right. We're going to get a write-up in the newspaper. That's how you reach people. Well, you know what, Mr. Van? I just want to thank you for having SummerSlam in Los Angeles again this year. I know there was talk about it being moved to somewhere else. I think it's great that we it's... We almost did Hawaii. Jack Swagger talked me out of it. Says it's not part of the United States of America. Uh, when was the last time you had a pay-per-view uh, not in the United States? Uh, insurrection, maybe? Yeah. Really? That was it. Yep. Yeah. That was that. Yep. Insurrection. Okay. Uh, well, I, pay-per-views always seem to be a great draw, and I'm glad that it's in Los Angeles, because then Scott and I get to go. Well, that's wonderful, and I hope you'll enjoy your time at SummerSlam this Sunday, and, uh, enjoy the grass. I don't, I'm, man, I'm really hungry for some grass. Settle the old tum-tum. Well, good. Um, looks like we're shit out of luck, everybody. We're not getting into SummerSlam access. Well, I'm looking forward to going to SummerSlam. Me too, because that's where the action's gonna happen. Uh, speaking of which, we had talked about VidCon on the last episode. You'll probably see us at SummerSlam if you're going, handing out postcards. Yeah! Doing the legwork. Darn right. Come talk to us. We'll be we'll be there somewhere. Tweet at us, at Curtain Jerks. You know what's funny? I just want to bring the, I just want to mention this. Uh, a lot of the time, I think radio hosts and people with their own YouTube shows, they never really talk about doing any of that work. 
But I feel like it's so crucial to what we do. It's like, yeah, if there's an event in California, we'll probably be there trying to, you know, promote our show. Yeah. That's what we do, because yeah. we don't have a PR department or a budget. And we're not big stars. No. Just in your ears, guys. Just, Just stars in your, in your ears. Stars in your ears. So, check out Wrestling Memes. Go to YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Get our SummerSlam predictions and enjoy SummerSlam. Tweet us. Let us know what you thought of the show. Let us know if you're going to go, if you're going to order it on pay-per-view. We'd love oh, to hear this stuff. that was a fucking rhyme for a second there. Was it? Yeah, you got some, like, let us know if you're going to go to the, to, the to the show. Don't you know? Don't you know? So, for, hey, ho, ho. For Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to it. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. it makes us a global phenomenon Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.